0: Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We talk about PMS. We think we should bottle it and sell it. Also, we talk about information we could have died not ever knowing about, and information that we love knowing about, plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show.
1: It's another uncensored look at the world around you, from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time.
0: It's the Uggs. Jamie? Bert and Ernie are not gay, they're Muppets. Paula? Second place is a fast loser, bitch!
1: Uncensored as always, it's time
0: for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 309. Uh Ugh! We
1: are sisters' sister podcast.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I know. I. You know what? I know. Maybe You're not you gonna should forget. Say it then. No, I don't want to. I'm the one that forgets. I never remember. You know, we are the proof that at least I'm proof that you cannot teach an old dog new tricks. You can't teach an old bitch new tricks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know. We'll remember. Although it would be nice if Daryl would just. You know, do it. So we didn't have to do it, but that's okay. We need to do it because that's what we are. We are sisters who podcast. So Mm -hmm. welcome to the ugly truth. I am in the uh, I am in the crux of PMS. I thought for sure I was going to start my period yesterday, and I didn't. Mm -hmm. So I'm just PMSing like crazy. And sometimes I don't know about you. I know it's I know you have pretty infrequent
1: menstrual cycles. The last few months, they've been pretty spot on, like right around the first of the month. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Just as that's I'm good. writing the rent check, so I'm like, well, that's fun.
0: <laughs> so you're in a super good mood when you're doing it. Double whammy. Yay. Some months I have no PMS and then suddenly I'm like, oh God, it's time. And then it'll just come. Really? You know, my, my period will just show up. Yeah. But the thing is, is I'm a little, my cycles are off because I live with an 18 year old now, a ch- a young lady who's almost regular at this point, finally, after like three or four years of, of being a woman, she's finally getting on a regular cycle. Yeah. So I think we're going to, we're going to sync up and eventually we're going to be on the same cycle and I'll just know when it's coming, but my body still is just super hesitant to sync up with her. So I get PMS sometimes and my PMS varies. I don't know about you. It depends on the hormone levels. I assume some months I'm very weepy. Mm -hmm. tired. I feel like I'm getting sick. You know, I just, I'm not sure what's wrong with me. And I got this new symptom. It happens now. This is the second or third month in a row. There are things about my body that I do not like. I hate my stomach. I've always hated it. Even when I was seventh grade, I've always had a soft stomach, Mm -hmm. but my legs and my butt are are good. You know, I don't have, I don't have cellulite my butt is round. It's, you know, it's not saggy. And I also like my small shoulders. But lately, when I'm PMSing, my thighs feel like I'm carrying 10 pounds of water in them. Oh, my God. It is the weirdest thing ever. I have never had a problem with my thighs. And and now I walk around going, God, I feel like I look like a pear. You know, (laughs) they're so heavy. I look in the mirror and they're fine. but But I feel like they're bigger for some reason. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know what the hell happened, but that's weird. That's, I hate it a lot. So this this week has I've been PMSy, and it it's so gradual. But yesterday I I think I hit the crux of PMS because and I can always tell when I start screaming at people in my car. Yeah, that's how I know. So we were on our way to Costco, and I allowed Daryl to drive because <laughs> I was feeling. I don't like driving him around. I feel like he's an old man when I do that. I don't like doing it, so I'll just shake my head and sigh heavily instead Uh when he drives poorly. And so we're on our way into Costco, and there is a four-way stop right before you dump into the parking lot. And on the left side is a huge health facility. It's a gym, but it's, it's one of those gyms. It's like Magnolia real estate. They have nutritionists. They have a daycare. They have a cafe. They have every kind of fitness you can imagine. They have counseling. They have events. I mean, they want literally all of your money and all of your free time. They want you to basically live there. You know, they're all inclusive. I hate things. It feels culty almost. A little bit.
1: Well, you know... Total exercise freaks. I mean, that's all they do.
0: It's true, but they want, I mean, they they, they, have a, they have a swim team for the kids. They have master programs for the adults. They have racquetball, tennis. I mean, they want you to be at home, work, and their place. Do they have it. like
1: one of those cryogenic things? Yes, like,
0: oh they God. have everything. <laughs> they have it all. And I can't even imagine how much it must be to be a member of this cult. You'd have to pay but. me to go in there. I, I wouldn't like, want to do it. Never That's walk for in sure. there. No. So anyway, so the four-way stop. So shockingly, there is a white Mercedes SUV. And it's some cute blonde, which I'm not judging that part of it. It's just it, it helps my story. So Daryl's sitting there. It's her turn. She's just sitting there staring at us. And I was like fucking go you know how you do yeah. and so finally Darryl was like well i guess i'm going so me so we and the other car who couldn't understand why this stupid bitch was just sitting there and i said <laughs> i think our window was down and i said you're in shape but you're dumb <laughs> we just kept going and then we were there's a Costco has a gas station, which is always crowded. It's like I, it's like the in and out of gas stations. There's never not a line. There's always. And a, it always looks like people are trying to, you know, get out of town or something like that. Whenever I see that, I feel like it's like, is there an impending, you know, flood coming? That's what I think. Gassing up and getting out. It, yeah. That's like, exactly maybe we should up. go get gas. I don't know. Maybe we should need. We should. We should be prepared. <laughs> There's another stop sign right there, so you can allow people to leave the gas station. So. <laughs> another SUV is there, and they know what they're doing. They see us, and then they boom across as quickly as possible. <laughs> and I said, that was an Asian woman, and she knew how to drive better than that idiot that was just back there. Oh, Can you believe it? And Daryl's like, "What is what is going on with you today? And I'm like, I don't know, but I need to bottle it. <laughs> right. I'm sick of people. I'm just sick of it. So we walk into <laughs> we walk into Costco, and the lady they always have a lady standing there handing out like special deals, like sign up for this roof protection program, and we you know we, we, we don't have, have a her. roof. Thank you. Right. <laughs> so we're walking by, and she's a little dumpy lady, and she's standing there, and this poor woman that she she snatched trying to walk into Costco, she's trying to hand her this little eight x ten flyer, and then she starts hacking. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> And I was like, no. We just kept walking. I'm like, I know. I'm not I don't want whatever it is you've got. Nothing. When people try and like, you
1: know, I can see the flyer handers ahead. Oh. I cross my arms and act like I don't have any. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they can't hand me anything. I'm like, nope, sorry, I don't have any arms. I have no arms there of no use to you. Yeah, so we're walking through and there's a guy and he looks he looks shady as fuck and he's standing there with one of those dumb he goes, "Hey, ever seen an electric bicycle before?" And he's like, and then he raises an eyebrow. And he goes, "It makes a great gift." And I'm like, "Do I look like someone who rides a bike?" <laughs> and I kept walking. <laughs> like God,
1: an electrical and bicycle.
0: I don't even know what that means. Like, what you don't Is have that to a pedal? M- a boat? I mean, a motorcycle? <laughs> like a, a moped that you plug in at night? It looked like a ten speed. But apparently, it has some kind of battery-powered thing. I think I've seen those around town. Actually, they're probably all the rage in San Francisco. Probably, I have no idea. But I said, man, they need to find a better person. Then somebody, then we walk by another car, and he's like, "Hey, you guys like vitamins?" I'm like, "No, no I don't." I'm like, what actually. the hell is going on? Where's all the old people to buy up their time? I mean, usually when you go to Costco and there's all those samply people and all the sales really? people trying to get you to buy shit. They're surrounded by the elderly. Like, where are they? It's in the morning. Aren't you people up and around by then? We're at the bagel bites on a toothpick. God, and there was no food samples, so they had a lot of free time. They could have been commandeering all of these these carny people. So now you're PMSing
1: and starving because
0: there's no food samples. <laughs> God, I don't eat. I don't do that. Oh, I do not. No, I refuse. Daryl will do it because he's a guy, and guys will be like, "Ooh, food." But I absolutely, I refuse. I refuse to be one of those sample people. What do you think you're going to get, diarrhea? That stuff is exposed to thousands of people in that disgusting little <laughs> oven that they have that they, five more minutes. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. No. I just won't do it. Daryl will be like, well, it's a sausage. I'm like, enjoy your <laughs> diarrhea. Right. God. No, I will not do it. So anyway, I, I was laying there last night because I was really salty Sounds and I was like laying there is. and I was like, you know, if I could bottle this, I would make a fortune. If there was a way to bottle this entitled, not entitled, not entitled, this empowered feeling and give it to people, I would make so much goddamn money. I guess that's what steroids are though, right? Uh, maybe. It sounded a little bit
1: more just like hate or rage, but... <laughs> Maybe if it's
0: empowerment to you, then (laughs) I can always tell when Daryl knows it's not normal because he he gets this really weird, like vacant look. (laughs) I'll say something to him and all of a sudden he'll like kind of he'll slightly adjust his chin up and he turns and kind of just walks away and says nothing. (laughs) He's like, oh, I I know what this is. He's like, what's what's going on here? It's like a sudden it's a sudden recognition. That this is something we'll have to deal with for the next 48 to 72 hours. Mm -hmm. And then we'll notice the crying and then we'll be back to normal. The crying. Oh, my (laughs) God. I'm not a big. No, I don't cry. You don't PMS
1: cry? No, I, I I almost will get teary eyed depending on what we watch. But it's usually from some stupid
0: commercial. I do cry at commercials when I'm PMSing, for sure. Or a modern family episode or the modern yeah. family episodes get me every time. Yeah, they usually do. Every time. I not you know, the Goldbergs don't do it to me, but Modern Family every time I don't know what it is about that show, man. They know exactly they know exactly how to do it. They're so good at their job. Now, when they start
1: their next episode, someone's going to
0: die. It's the dog. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You are you are hoping it's the dog. It's Stella. It's not going to be Jay. And it's not going to be any of the kids. Because the the story arc, they said, is three episodes, is what I read. There's no way they're going to get over a pseudo main character in three episodes. There's no way. Well, not.
1: Unless they fast forward like six months or something,
0: that's true. I suppose they could. I just don't know. I don't know. I just don't want it to be Cam and. uh, Oh, Mitchell. Mitchell. Somebody. Somebody said that they think it'll be Mitchell's sister, and that they will take. They will assume custody of the baby. The boy, the baby boy that she had. Oh. She really bothers
1: me, so I don't think I would mind that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I started lending some credence to that one because I thought, well, but that she's is not a pos- main character. Well, but she's been pseudo main character for two seasons cuz she's been living above them since she got pre- since she had the baby. Oh. It is true that initially it said main character and now they've kind of changed it to like a prevalent character. Oh. Cuz okay. cuz a main character would be like one of the people in the introduction. Right, it would be, yeah, exactly, any of the family members. Although mm-hmm. Stella is in the photo, I'm just saying. So we'll see. <laughs> I, I hope it's the dog. But like I was talking to our friend Trip, and I said, yeah, but that dog has been on since season two. Like how long is that dog supposed to live? It's a bulldog. It's a little French bulldog they don't
1: live forever well actually i think i read they had to replace it they did the first one died yes
0: exactly and i'm like how long are these dogs really supposed to live i mean this thing what is this like uh like those those poodles that i met where they're on their third one you know it's like come on <laughs> they can't <It> is strange <laughs> yes the dog's gotta die eventually and it will be a big loss for jay because he loves that he loves stella <laughs> dogs, i know he huh? showers with them for god's sake which i would never do no. Well, my, my dogs don't like
1: baths or showers, so they just run out wet.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie, my daughter, she has a cat who will sit in the shower with her. Her little black cat will sit at the end of the shower and just chill. Isn't I remember that weird? one time. <laughs> yes, that's very weird.
1: I remember one time I was taking a bath, and um, Pablo was standing there, like, looking at me because he was just, like, so like worried what? that he couldn't be near me. Oh God. And so I'm like, come on, come on, Pablo, come on. And so I was just egging him on and he jumped in. Oh, he did? <laughs> did he hate it? I think he just didn't realize what he was getting into. He's like, you know, he, they
0: start blinking their big buggy eyes because <laughs> yeah, spray so is getting in there. He got out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know what? I have limits, apparently. I have limits to how <laughs> close I can be to you. That's oh my god! Yes. So. so, congratulations to those who have survived my PMS. I don't know if I have become less tolerant or if we've just downshifted into even worse. No filter. No information is too small to share with the world. I put more information we could have died not ever knowing about. For example, last week when we were talking about Paul McCartney having a circle jerk with John Lennon, I didn't need yes. to know that. Like, that's not information I wanted to know. You know what I mean? I
1: mean, there was a time where if you learned something like that, you might just, like, put it in a box and save it somewhere. I
0: suppose. But, yeah. But it's not something that, you know, I don't want to read about that. I don't want to know that these icons. I mean, because we talked about it. It's like, I know they did that. Although they are icons. Yeah. They were boys. Yes.
1: Yes. With penises.
0: The other thing that came up this last week that I was like, I didn't need to know this is, you know, Stormy Daniels is back in the news because first she's talking about how she had an interaction with Ben Roethlisberger, the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and how he tried to kiss her and it scared the crap out of her because he's very aggressive. And I've heard rumors about Ben Roethlisberger in the past. Uh, A girl said that he uh, essentially raped her in a bar bathroom. And then surprisingly, three weeks later, he's married and his girlfriend is his now wife is pregnant with a baby. You know, that that happened a few years ago. And then she proceeded to tell everybody that Donald Trump's dick looks like a mushroom. That's
1: disgusting. I don't want to
0: know. I don't care.
1: (laughs) I could have gone your whole life life, with ever. Not knowing that. That's exactly what I'm Like, I was digging the Ben Roethlisberger stuff, but... Well, you
0: like aggressive men. I get it. (laughs) But it's just... First of all, Ben Roethlisberger is like eight feet tall. The man is ginormous. If you weren't even... If you didn't even know him and you were... That would be a little... I would be a little uncomfortable. I'd be like, yikes. You know, that's scary. You know, especially if he... Sounds like a roller coaster. I don't know. It just, yeah, I'm thinking tree trunk, dude. I'm, I'm thinking it's big. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like Groot. <laughs> I am Groot, but <laughs> the 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 mushroom penis thing. I just yeah. now I have a visual, and I well, just, and the thing is, is I imagine
1: it exactly the color of a mushroom too.
0: Well, it probably is. He's an old man, and then not only that, but it's like you know, is he going to address and say, "Hey, I'm a grower, not a shower." It's like I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything about this. Nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's I just going to be know. his next tweet. <sighs> god i just i hate it and it's like this is information that i don't want to know now here's another one initially information i didn't want to know but i've kind of softened on it because things have kind of fleshed out this went around for about an for about a day where the writer for sesame street he wrote for burton ernie oh
1: god i don't even i can't even handle
0: this okay go ahead so he didn't say that burton ernie were gay the media said Writer says Bert and Ernie are, are gay, and then Sesame Street goes, "Bert and Ernie are not gay. They're Muppets. They have no <laughs> sexual orientation. They're Muppets, right? you know." And that's how I felt about it. I'm like, "Well, they don't have sexual anything. They're Muppets. They're not. They don't even have genitals. I mean, they're just they're these humanized felt creatures to portray feelings and situations for children. That's we don't put sex into things like that. I mean, we better fucking not, you know. And it's not about." not having gay ch- characters it's that these iconic or OG muppets were never created to portray a gay couple and so the writer basically said I he's gay the writer is gay and he has a partner or maybe his husband now hopefully um that when he started writing for Burton Ernie he Based their personalities on he and his husband's personalities and how they were so opposite. Like Bert is super, you know, organized and serious and doesn't like mess, and Ernie like will eat cookies in bed and you know, is a mess mm-hmm. all the time and laughing and and all that. And he's like, that was our relationship together. And so I use that part of it to create this friendship of Bert and Ernie. And I'm like, see, now that I love. I love that because that means. That is all that is, is he was using influence from his own personal life to create these two amazing little friends. And that's what it is. And so to me, it's like that's that that doesn't mean they're gay. It just means that that's what he used as an influence to write this stuff. But here's my problem. I don't want to know any of it. I just want to know that they're Bert and Ernie. Why do we have to know all the dirty deep? Nobody wants to know how the hot dogs are made. It's something I say all the time. It's like, do we really want to know? Or do we really care? Does it matter? No. Stop ruining my childhood. <laughs> I just want to like them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Crazy. It's like, I, it's not about gay or anything. It's like, why do we have to know all of that? I just, I really, I don't want to know any of that. Like if someone said, well, Mr. Rogers spanked his children. It's like, I don't want to know. You know so what? I speak to my children. <laughs> I know, but my point is is that these kind of nuggets of info, they don't flush anything out for me. And it's not burying my head in the sand. It's just details that I didn't need to know to live my life.
1: You know, you know what, know I'm what saying? it is,
0: and I am a firm I I firmly believe this now,
1: and this is what I've noticed about this millennial generation. <laughs>
0: they have to label everything. everything. You're right. Everything has to have reason everything has to have a reason and a purpose everything and if they can't you
1: know put a sticker on it to make sense of it or something like that
0: then it's it's all hell breaks loose the millennial generation definitely likes to know everything and label and classify and cut up into every little group everything nothing can just exist right
1: Well, that's where we got all these little weird sexual groups, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, yes. Agreed. Speaking of, and I'm not going to... I guess I
1: shouldn't call them weird. No, it's not. It's not
0: weird. It's just that everything has a label, basically. Right. And if they don't have a label, then they're going to make one for you. Someone's going to create one for this niche. Interestingly, I don't really personally in my personal life i don't know anybody who has transitioned from male to female or female mm-hmm. to male or anything like that i still think that's pretty rare i don't think that happens often basically someone that i worked with 20 years ago he he's older than me much older than me not he couldn't be my dad necessarily but he's you know older right he transitioned from male to female within the last probably 10 12 years Really? Yes. And I found out about it because she got married. And someone that I also worked with was there officiating their wedding. And I have to tell you how happy I was for her. I was, because you always hear things when, you know, about people that you work with, you know, and you hear things like, oh, they're a little off or, you know, we can't tell if they're gay or whatever. Oh, right. Back in the day when gay was not cool. And right. or just, you don't you didn't talk about it. And I said, well, you know, is he gay? And they're like, I don't know. I don't think so. No. Before he had said that he always knew he was a girl when he was a little boy, like when he was five years old, he felt like a girl. And he actually had a pseudo prominent position in an industry. And so so, so he was interviewed by a, a prominent media company about his transition and and he's not in the industry anymore, not because he transitioned, but he finally, you know, you kind of age out sometimes in this industry. And so he just moved on to a different thing. But when he was let go from his final job, he fully transitioned. He's like, nope, that's it. This is I'm, I'm no longer going to hide this. I'm doing the full transition. And he went all the way, all wow. the way. And he even had like shaved down his jawbone, everything. Wow, looks female, and it was funny because I can see the sparkle in his eye that he had before. Now she, so I see the old person, but truly female. And I and the way that it was explained in the article was it was the first time I read an article that made sense to me about transition, about transitioning, how you feel like a female your whole life, and so and then but you're because of your exterior you're afraid and so you don't do anything about it. And so when he when he or sh- now she uh, explained the scientific part of it, it made so much sense to me. I I was like it was like a like a light went on. And it's not easy. And it's very I thought god, I'm like how can you imagine what it must feel like like we're female. Full mm-hmm. as females it comes, but can you imagine waking up every morning having a penis? No. No. <laughs> and that's how that's how she felt her whole life and she was married had children and still is attracted to females so she married a woman so wait a minute she she was a man
1: that became a woman yes she still liked women
0: yes she says i was a i was a lesbian trapped in a man's body wow i know that's a lot right it is a lot so anyway, I know. And, and I was surprised by my reaction. I thought I would be a little more, not, not negatively shocked, but just like, wow, I can't believe it. But I was actually like, I had joy. I was so yeah. happy for her. So I don't know. I just wanted to share that with you because we were talking about it. Right, right, right. No, that's. Yeah. So that is some information I love knowing about. Some other information I love knowing about is that Jessica Simpson is pregnant, I heard that. I didn't know. I had no idea. She's got. A, she's going to have a little girl. I know. So she has a boy and a girl right now, She has now, a boy right? and a girl, Ace and Newt. I don't know. She's got weird names for her kids. I know. Um, she's a celebrity. Yeah, she is. And she's 38. She's worth $150 million. <laughs> so she can have as many children as she wants. That's all she's worth? Yeah, but I mean, that's a lot. Well, I would have thought with her clothing line, she would have been worth a lot more. I think she focuses more on um, shoes and bags now. The, the clothing oh, line okay. seems to be a little s- lesser. Um, but her shoes, I love her shoes. They're really comfortable. And because she's really short like we are, she likes really th- high heels and platformy shoes. So uh, I like them because they actually are super comfortable to wear. And they don't hurt yeah. the arches or anything. I think I actually have a pair of her shoes. I have several pairs of her shoes. And I love them. Also, Carrie Underwood is pregnant. Yes, I knew that. I did not know that as well. And then also she revealed that she had had three miscarriages between 2015 and when she got pregnant with this baby. Three miscarriages. You know,
1: I always thought that if I had that many, I just might give it up, you know?
0: Well, I'm with you. I'd be like, you know what? This is, first of all, it's emotionally scarring. It's got to be sad. I can't imagine going through that three times no That's I insane.
1: couldn't like I read these stories about women who go through like IVF and everything like yes, that or yes. in vitro or whatever it's I don't know what they're all yeah it's the same yeah and I just think like for me personally mm-hmm. just me personally yeah I you know everyone does their own thing of course I would never go to that extent
0: I would just
1: it would it's too much it yeah i wouldn't want to be giving my shots or mm. to have my husband giving me shots in my butt or <laughs> can you imagine daryl giving a shot in my ass oh my he
0: wouldn't be able to do it he couldn't do it he'd be like honey i love you but i can't do this he'd
1: see the syringe and
0: he'd be like Ugh. yeah he'd like he'd take a knee immediately he'd be like i can't do this <laughs> like you have no use how can you be a father it would turn into a big fight it would be the worst i'm like i have to do this myself i see I think our perception of IVF is a little skewed because see, someone blows on us and we get pregnant. So we don't really know well, the struggle of not true. of getting your period every month and not wanting to. But because, um, you know, when we get our when we get our period and we're celebrating, <laughs> you know, we're yeah, like, oh, thank that's God, that's another true. free month. But for some women, it's devastating. And so I can't. I can't imagine wanting to be a a parent so badly and not being able to. I I can see how it would drive a woman to do that. But I'm with you. I probably would try it once and then that would be it. No, I wouldn't try it at all. Really?
1: No, it's expensive. And and I just kind of it seems so artificial to me.
0: It does. It does. But there's there's no connection in the process. There's no there's no intimacy. That is true. That is and true. Mm-hmm. it just,
1: you know, you're sitting there in the stirrups and having someone suck out your eggs and... <laughs> oh, God, that sounds just, painful. I wouldn't want it to It is. Do that. That's yeah. what I keep reading. And I just... Be like, what I'm
0: doing to... Yeah, you're right. I, I would probably adopt, though. I would adopt, for sure. Maybe. Yeah, I would. Maybe. I have no problem with it. I always thought I would anyway. So... And I don't think I'd do a surrogate either. I know that's really, it's a heroic life to no. be a surrogate, but I don't think I could do it personally. I think it's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like I, don't I want said, to look
1: across the room and be like, my baby's in her stomach.
0: <laughs> oh, my egg and his sperm are in there baking. That would be i look at him and I'd be like, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? I didn't even touch her. Yeah, it would be weird. But you know, a lot of people use surrogates. I mean, even Kim Kardashian you know well that's true they do use them and you know for some i mean they they bring they create families for people not my thing but yes they but there are so many options anyway so now she's she's 35 and she's due in 2019 but i saw a photo of her and she looks super pregnant so i'm thinking what like new year's day are you due because you look pretty big probably the first uh trimester of a 2019 the only thing i will mention and obviously we don't know carrie underwood and i'm i'm these are assumptions but i'm i remember a story because jewel had a really hard time getting pregnant with her son and she was in the throes of fame at the time she'd gotten really popular and she was doing a lot of media and stuff and she had lost a lot of weight because of course Hollywood tells you you're too fat. You need to be thinner so you can wear all the designer clothes and you can be on the runway or on the red carpet and you won't look fat. Right. And you know, she, they already told her she had to fix her teeth and she refused to do that. And so they're like, well, fine, then you need to lose 20 pounds. So she did. She got really thin and she looked like everybody else in Hollywood. She got her hair super blonde and she she had gotten married and she they wanted to have kids right away. And it was like two years of nothing, and finally she went to the the doctor was like, "You are too thin. You have to put on weight. You're never going to get pregnant. Your body is starving." And mm-hmm. so she gained twenty pounds and got pregnant immediately. Isn't that crazy? Yes. And I'm like Carrie Underwood did the same thing. She was she lost a shit ton of weight when she got famous from from American Idol, and then she was she's so tiny. And then when you see you know she she sells exercise wear. she had an exercise regime she was endorsing all this stuff she was like the size of a bamboo pole <laughs> and she never got pregnant and i'm like i wonder you know she finally you know she hurt herself she yeah I mean, and she does look a little different and i'm wondering if that's how she got pregnant is that she well even when they've weight? been
1: inter- is when they've been interviewing her recently her face does look kind of thick
0: It's puffy. Her lips are puffy. And I'm like, I don't even want to know what the hell happened. I mean, what the hell happened to her? I mean, she fell down some stairs. Well, she got, like, she keeps talking about all these stitches she got in her face, but mm -hmm. I don't see anything. Well, she had hardcore plastic surgery. I mean, major plastic surgery. So I don't know what she's been through in the last couple of years, but it's been brutal. And I am so happy for her. (laughs) I'm like, thank God she can finally move on and have another little baby and... Enjoy her life, life. Yeah. God, with her adorable husband. Isn't he retired, or is he still working? I think he's on the tail end of his career, though. He's a veteran for sure. He's a cutie pie, though. Really good looking. Yeah. And well, then, I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously. And then finally, Henry Winkler got his first Emmy award after forty three years in the business. He finally won an Emmy for what his. He, what he, well, there's a show on HBO called Barry. It's very, very good. It was only eight eight or nine episodes and it I mean it was riveting and it's he's so good in it and um he finally won and it's what's you know it's funny it's one of those things where he was nominated for the Fonz a long time ago and never won for the Fonz one of the most iconic characters of television history and he never won an Emmy for it it's kind of like Al Pacino not winning for the Godfather or Susan Lucci
1: not winning for all yes. those years on the... being nominated
0: a hundred times and finally won. <laughs> the daytime winning. Emmys. Exactly. So he <laughs> finally won and he's so cute. And he's like, I, I've had this speech for 42 years. You know, cause, you know, I, and he's so sweet. And everyone that has interacted with him said he is literally like Steve Carell, one of the nicest people in Hollywood you'll ever meet. Aww. And I'm so happy for him. So... I, I thought you were going to tell me he won for that Better <laughs> Late Than Never show. <laughs>
1: oh, God.
0: Which I hope comes back. I'd love that show. You did like that show. That's right. I think I watched it once. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, Paula, did you see the McGregor-Khabib thing? I have to watch it. Okay, I so I watched it for about 4.3 seconds and immediately went, Team Khabib. <laughs> it just, I'm just like, so Why? over Why? What did he do? He... Was promoting. He has a whiskey, apparently, and yeah, so he's, he's promoting it, it. And he's like, "This is all we we're ever gonna drink. This fucking whiskey." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> God." And Khabib is just like, you know, so a reporter goes, "So, Khabib," you know, so he's talking to, him, asking him these questions, and and McGregor will not let him speak. He's, you know, and it was just like, and Dana White's just standing there, you know, wringing his hands, counting the money, and I'm just like, "Oh God, I hope Khabib just kicks his ass." I really want him I really to. Do too. I like Although, McGregor, but he's just so, like, not, he's not even a UFC fighter really anymore. He's just like this little character that they, they wheel out. He's like you a one trick pony now. Yeah. He just, you know, they let him out of his cage and he yeah. does his little
1: show. It's and like, then, thanks for the
0: 100 million. And then he goes back. And I just, I, I don't know really what happened. I was really hoping he was just going to be, you know, a lot of swagger, win some fights and be a great you know, thing. But now he's just this weird, crazy person. I don't know. I legit think he's crazy.
1: I agree. He's smoking his own whatever.
0: (laughs) Whatever he's endorsing. Yeah, he's not so great. All right. Well, speaking of not so great, let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week.
1: So I was, uh, talking to the kids the other day and I don't know what brought it up, but Ryan was, he said he was in one of his classes and Mm. he was reading a word and he's just like, how do, what is that? What is that word? You know? Uh And it was like the easiest word ever, but just the way it was written, it, it seemed like it had an apostrophe in the middle or something Oh, okay. So it threw him off. And so I said, Okay, I'm all tell me what this word is. So I wrote down the word hors d'oeuvres. Okay. Do you know how to spell that or Hors devour? <laughs> okay. So I, he's like, I don't know what that is. He's like, Hors day divorce. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so I told him when I was sixteen I worked at this really fancy restaurant as a hostess <laughs> and We always had, like, the specials on this billboard next to the hostess station. And so it said, you know, the nightly specials. And then above that, it would say, like, what would be the appetizers? Mm -hmm. But they didn't call them appetizers. They called them Whore's Day Divorce.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) So I thought
1: Whore's Day Divorce was one of the appetizers. And so... (laughs) I was just like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "What is that?" Because you know, some people might ask me, "Like, what it is?" Did you, you ask know, someone before you said it to a, cl- a person? So I went to the bar, and I asked the bartender, "I'm like, do you know what horse day divorce is?" <laughs> and he's like, "What?" what? Like, so I repeated it. He's like, "Uh." No, I've never heard of that. You're like, it's on the menu. <laughs> no, I didn't get that far. I'm like, okay, I'll go ask someone else. Oh, God. So, I forgot if I asked someone or if I heard someone say it. You're like, I'm, oh. They're just like, oh, and what are the hors d'oeuvres tonight? And I'm, I look at it and I'm like, Horse Horse the divorce. Divorce. <laughs> the hors d'oeuvres. the d'oeuvres.
0: Hors d'oeuvres. I'm oh like, oh, no. it's hors d'oeuvres. That is so funny we're so uneducated i
1: was so embarrassed but i mean fortunately i embarrassed myself in front of someone who didn't know what i was talking about so <laughs> can you imagine
0: being in front of a table and tonight's special is horse day divorce <laughs> mozzarella sticks <laughs> and sauteed mushrooms they're like well what's and then you know they're gonna look at each other and go well what's horse, horse day no divorce horse I'd be like, uh. <laughs> Well, the cook doesn't really know. I'll have to ask someone in the bar. <laughs> God. I'm not familiar with that special, so. That is hilarious. Well, we're out. <laughs> but. <laughs> we just started seeding. <laughs> God. That is so funny, Paula. Oh, my God. I That's know. hilarious. You know, forever I couldn't spell sugar. <laughs> forever sugar never I could I'm like I don't understand how to spell sugar because there's what no spell there's like no th- sh oh <laughs> so, I so was thinking like did you do s-u-r-g-a-r I did yeah. I I used to go sugar and so I'd go s-r-u-g-u-r-s-r-g-u I mean I how many, <laughs> how many letters were in there I don't know and I was a smart kid and I couldn't figure out sugar I'm like why can't my brain understand sugar it was the weirdest thing, and then finally, my teacher's like, he made I think it was my fourth grade teacher that he made he made me write down sugar like a hundred times, so I could remember how to spell it. And even yeah. now, when I have to write it down, I have to like go s u g like I have to literally say it out loud. It's That's a weird funny.
1: thing. I still can't spell uh inconvenience to this day Inconvenience.
0: you know what else I can't spell? definitely.
1: I cannot oh, spell. That's definitely. another one that I get stuck on too. I
0: can't spell it. I'm just like,
1: thank God for autocorrect.
0: Yeah, really. I just wait when
1: I finish the word. I wait for the red squiggle. Me line. too, because I know,
0: because <laughs> I know I spelled it wrong. And then I remember uh, a movie once where, like, like people who put in e indefinitely. I'm like, there's no e indefinitely. Oh my god. I'm like, how? What do I? What am I doing? So anyway, Uh-oh. there is yeah, an guess... e just in the beginning. I don't know, Paula. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing that I can't spell certain things. I just I hate that movie. I came in. It was I came in second place in the spelling bee. You Never would think I. I would think I would know. I, I remember some. I don't remember who beat me, but it was someone I didn't like. Karen Lyons. She beat me. Oh, God. I no, was, it was a uh, Katie something. I think it. Was, I think someone who beat me was named. It was either was. It was either the little Indian boy that I cannot remember his name. And he obviously wasn't little then, because I was also little, or it was someone named Penelope. God, that would be horrible. I know, and I, she had black hair and braids all the time. Her hair, parents were, always had her hair and braid ponytail braids. Oh, that's all I, I remember. <laughs> and on special days, she'd have ribbons. One of them as I was sitting down, <laughs> they were. Re- she was really tall, and oh. I just remember. I just, she was, she was just very smart. Wow. oh well second place i still have that award somewhere i didn't get an award i i remember my teacher handing it to me i'm like oh great thanks for nothing
1: second place is a first loser bitch <laughs> that's right <laughs>
0: that's right anyway oh my ugly and awkward moment oh right yeah i forgot to tell you about this because there were so many awkward moments when daryl and i went to sonoma a few weeks ago but this mm-hmm. one i forgot i completely forgot about And this is what's hilarious is Daryl actually saw it happen and didn't say anything. Which is unusual for him, because normally he does. But I think he had forgotten. (laughs) So we're sitting there. Remember how I told you when we were at that terrible Gloria Ferrer place with the lady? And I started just eating baguette bread, because I was like, I hadn't eaten enough and I was getting drunk. Yeah. So I'm eating these slices of baguette. And I had a little part of the crust left. And so I took a bite of the crust. And the rest of it, because I was kind of intoxicated, fell down my shirt. (laughs) Yeah, that happens even when I'm sober. Me too. And so I looked down. I'm like, well, I literally couldn't even like I couldn't find it. And I'm not going to go digging into my blouse trying to pull out a piece of bread. So Daryl saw it happen and said not a word. I thought no one saw because I'm like, no one said anything. No one looked at me funny, you know, because sometimes when you do awkward things, people kind of do that look up and down at you. Like, did I really see that happen? Oh, well. And I usually just quickly glance
1: up and do a quick, you know, survey a of scan. the room to see if anyone's watching me. Yeah, you
0: do a scan. And I did a scan and no one, no one said anything. I'm like, okay, well, then I too will act as if I didn't just drop a piece of bread down my shirt.
1: I got away with it. <laughs>
0: For now. Not really, because I have bread in my bra. <laughs> yeah, and I, I said I had bread boob. And so I'm like, all right, so we finally I finally just start getting up because I'm like, I've had enough of this. And I start packing up and we're leaving. And we get to the car, and Daryl unlocks my car and walks around. As he's walking around, I feel the scratching. I went, like, Oh shit, that's right. There's bread in my bra. So I pull out my bra and a piece of bread <laughs> falls out onto the ground. <laughs> and it wasn't small so I sat in the car and I said I had a big piece of bread in my bra he goes yeah I saw that happen I'm like you did (laughs) I go why didn't you say anything he goes Jamie like what am I gonna do and I'm like oh my god I go well I just dropped it on the concrete out front he's like well at least you waited I go I was afraid to do it because I thought it would fall out in the tasting room and I didn't want to make a a fool of myself god (laughs) but I apparently everyone saw it i just was too too hammered to notice my scan was not you weren't in the private room anymore no oh no it was i don't know paula i just i was just glad that i didn't notice that others noticed i think that was the blessing (laughs) that was the blessing (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> I know you think something, why do, why do we have such a
1: keen eye for things like not just us, but human beings. I don't know. For, you know, noticing when some, when something falls out of someone's mouth or, you know, <laughs> we drop bread between it, our boobs. You
0: know, one time, this was not too long ago, Daryl and I were talking and he said something with some vigor and he spit <laughs> and it, <laughs> it spit on my face. I'm like, <laughs> i said i'm like you just spit on me he's like oh i'm sorry i'm like oh that's all you're sorry My like god ugh. it was like ugh. and it's funny because you know it's like you accept your tongue in his mouth or you know all of that and yet you yeah, spit on me true. like a a, mo- a minuscule spit and it's like you're disgusted i know and i am <laughs> completely weird anyway all right well i don't know Does anybody win? I would say we're even. Are there any real winners in the ugly and awkward moments? No, there never is. No, Except for those who get to witness them. So, all right, we're even. We are even,
1: Steven. Mm -hmm. So, well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, It is starting to get chilly, so you might want to visit Amazon via our shopping link and get yourself some sweaters, because, you know, we always encourage the purchase of sweaters we have for years now yes also uh check out the halloween costumes for the little ones or the the big ones uh not sure what we're gonna do with our middle one mm. i don't know if he's uh, too old or too young or he's we were at the store the other day and he's like maybe i'll just wear this mask and it was some horrible creepy mask and i'm like you will not be one of those children <laughs> Forget it. you will not be scaring people at their doors I'm like, you know what I did? (laughs) I'm all, you know what I'm going to do? If a bunch of those children come to my door, I'm like, you are too scary for Halloween. Get out candy for you. Slam. (laughs) So, but anyways. And then also be sure to go to Avon and buy some makeup. Uh, You can get Halloween makeup there if you're creative. Mm -hmm. Or you can just get regular makeup. So, and that'll be lipandclip.com. Yes. Other than that, I think that's a wrap. So we will see you on Wednesday, friends. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next
0: time on The Ugly Truth.